If you ache for truth, goodness, and beauty, if you're hungry for a Christianity with substance and strength, if you long for a faith that's big and bold and biblical and all about Jesus Christ, if you're inspired by the idea of one church that has spanned 20 centuries, 24 time zones, and two hemispheres, enfolding every race, nation, and language, then you're considering Catholicism. Well, welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you're having a wonderful Advent and that you've found a decent Christmas playlist. And if you don't know what I'm talking about there, then take a listen to the last episode, number 161, Searching for a Christmas Playlist. I'm pretty excited today because later this afternoon, I'm interviewing a special guest, someone who's been a listener to this podcast, and the podcast actually helped influence her decision to reject New Age religion, to become a Christian, and to enter the Catholic Church. And so as I'm getting ready for that interview in a few hours, I've been thinking about how Christianity appears to the world today. So how do non-Christians, all the agnostics and atheists and secularists and nihilists and neo-pagans that sort of make up our 21st century culture, how do they all view the Christian religion? Now, since way, way, way back in the 1980s, I've been arguing to anyone who'd listened that our situation was becoming more and more like that of the early church in the Roman Empire. Culturally, we're living through the last days, maybe the collapse of a sort of new Roman world. And so how did the Romans, the first Roman world, view Christians? Well, generally, they thought that Christians were nuts, that they were crazy. They considered the Christian religion to be silly and nonsensical based on a dying man who was a god who came back to life. They, they thought that was crazy. They considered Christians also to be dangerous anarchists, a threat to the order and the worship of the state, to the civil religion of the empire, because they wouldn't worship the state. And if you haven't figured it out yet, that's what the establishment, the elites, the deep state think of you and I today. They think our religion is crazy and that we're dangerous because we worship a crazy religion instead of the technocratic bureaucracy of the modern global elites. So, here's the question for this snapshot. Is Christianity crazy? Is it an insane idea? Is it a nutty religion? Are Christians really just wacko religious extremists? Well, let's start by saying that that idea or that charge is nothing new. Not only did the Romans consider Christians crazy, Jesus himself was called insane by his critics, and his followers were called delusional for claiming that he rose from the dead. In 1 Corinthians 12, St. Paul comes right out and admits that Christianity seemed foolish to the worldly elites of his day. More than that, Paul says that God in his wisdom chose the things that seemed foolish to the world to sort of shame and humiliate them when they turned out to be true. Now today, the mainstream media and Hollywood portray Christians as low IQ kooks who've been bamboozled into following a fruitcake religion. 
On social media, if you dare to admit that you believe in historic Christianity, you're going to be brutally mocked, insulted, and maybe have your account canceled. You're going to be shunned in the workplace, and you might even lose your job. And it especially hurts when it comes from people that you care about. Family, friends, coworkers. They'll argue with you, they'll snicker and roll their eyes behind your back, they'll make snarky comments. And after a while, you start to wonder, are they right? Is my religion crazy? Am I crazy to believe it? Now, realistically, I'm not going to prove that Christianity is true and rational in just a few minutes on this episode. But I do have three responses to those charges against you and your faith. First, crazy compared to what? To say that Christianity is crazy presumes that the world's default setting is rational and that the status quo is sane and that Christianity is just sort of this weird aberration. Are we looking at the same world? Christianity's critics pretend that the world is this level plane of composed secular sanity, just pockmarked with these pits of religious madness that people sometimes fall into. And they imagine themselves standing on that plane of sanity, looking down, pointing and laughing that you've fallen into some nutty religious puddle. But the real world, the world that we actually live in, is a battle of narratives, of ideologies. The question isn't if you're going to believe in and worship something. It's what you're going to believe in and worship. The Romans didn't toss Christians to the lions because they followed Jesus, but because they wouldn't practice the Roman civil religion by worshiping the empire, the government, and the power of the state. And consider all of the atheistic ideologies of the last two centuries. The French Revolution tore the crucifix out of the Cathedral of Notre Dame in Paris and installed a goddess of reason on the altar, actually a a local prostitute. And then after that, the streets ran red with the blood from the guillotines. And communism? Well, communism claims to be scientific atheism, but it's brutalized hundreds of millions of people. Look at the world that those who mock Christianity have built or are building. And look at the strange gods and ideologies that they serve. The culture that they mock us from is as irrational and, well, frankly, as weird as anything in history. Now, we can argue about the historicity of Jesus rising from the dead, but I guarantee you Christianity is no crazier than anything its critics believe and probably less. Here's my second response to the charge that Christianity is crazy. If a tree is known by its fruits, then Christianity has earned its credibility. You see, a lot of what we know, we know by observing effects. So we know, for example, that a medicine works because we observe that it makes most people who take it better over time. Now, I can't prove that Christianity isn't crazy because you can't prove a negative hypothesis, but I can point to its positive effects in the lives of billions of people and on the arc of civilization, and I can reasonably conclude that it has been perhaps the least crazy thing that humans have ever believed. 
Now, I know that's not the version of the story that you'll get from its critics because they take it as dogma that Christianity is responsible for most of the world's ills and has brought nothing but ignorance and darkness and oppression. Well, let's apply the same standard to those ideologies and beliefs. What have the atheistic secular ideologies brought to the world? Have they brought an age of light and learning and freedom? Have they brought truth, goodness, and beauty? Or have they brought far darker things? Look around and tell me what you think about where the world is going. Because I don't think it's leading to bright places, but to darker places. Now, of course, Christians haven't always lived up the Christ standards. I know, I know, the Crusades, the Salem Witch Trials, etc., etc. And I'll do future episodes about all of those things. But even when it falls short, and it often does, Christianity has brought more than enough value to this world to establish its credibility. Okay, here's my third response to the charge that Christianity is crazy. Belief often boils down to a choice. Now, I know we like to flatter ourselves and think that we only believe in facts based on an objective review of scientific evidence, but most of the time, we choose to believe something based on its plausibility and credibility. So, we choose to believe doctors or scientists because we think that they're credible and that their recommendations seem plausible. We choose to believe historical claims or scientific theories or ideologies based on plausible explanations by credible sources. But critics try to hold Christians to a different standard in arguments. So, the average Christian is supposed to be able to rattle off scientifically indisputable evidence of their faith when challenged. But for 2,000 years, Christian scholars have offered rational arguments. That's a whole field in theology called apologetics. And there are dozens of websites and YouTube channels and books unpacking all of that. I've done a lot of podcast episodes and more than a few videos about apologetics. But for today, I'll just say that Christianity isn't a crazy idea. It's not a wacko worldview. And you aren't crazy for choosing to believe in it. In fact, it just might be the sanest voice in this crazy world. So don't be ashamed of your faith or afraid of mockery and scorn. In Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, he said, God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. So be happy about it. Be very glad for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. Unquote. That's what Jesus said. I've chosen to believe him, and I encourage you to do the same. Well, thanks for joining me for another episode. I've put up a video version of this episode on our YouTube channel, so check that out. And as always, please like and subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or the website consideringcatholicism.com. Visit our website. And would you consider supporting this ministry so that we can keep it going and even expand it? Or at least buying me a coffee or two. There's a link in the show description. And as always, you can write me with a comment or question, consideringcatholicism at gmail.com. 
and blessings to y'all.